I strongly <laughs> Not supposed to. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to let you in, but I think well, the front door is over there. We won't say yeah, anything. You're in for free now. All right. Buy lots of beer and tip the band. All right, we're at the Poor Young Things. We're here at the Mansion House in St. Catharines, and uh, you guys don't know this, but this is the first place I ever saw you play. Really? And, uh, yeah, and uh, somebody made me come down here to check out this new band. And I went, sure, and I came down here. And... That guy sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is where my jaw dropped. I heard what I thought was the next great Canadian rock band, and... Uh, here we are, like two years later. So what I want to—I'm with Matt and Dave of the band, and um, outside the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> outside the ladies' bathroom, and you know, the funny thing—nobody's complaining so far. <laughs> How many times have you guys been across the country so far? I think I've uh, been on the west coast uh, like four or five times now, and the east coast, same. Yeah, so five times across the country. Five, six, so five or six, eh? Hey? So okay, I want to talk about highlights and lowlights. Tell me how you're a better band now than you were two years ago. I think we're a better band now because we have a lot more experience being on the road. Um, we don't get um, as nervous before shows. You know, it's, we're in a more of a routine now, like this is the way it's going to go. Um, it, it, there might be some flaws, like the monitors might not be working, but we, can, we know that we'll pull it off and we'll still have a good show. Is there, a, is there a band dynamic between you guys that may have changed over the years? You know, you know, is it, is it, do you guys work together better than you did beforehand, or is it worse? Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think we work together the same. It's pretty much the same band dynamic, I think. Like, we all hate each other, obviously, now. <laughs> right, of course. And we, we can't wait to get away from one another. But uh, other than that, yeah, we're buddies. Everything, everyone pulls their weight and does their thing. Was there, um, in the last couple of years, was there, ever, uh, was there ever a tipping point? Was there ever a point in time that maybe this is not going right or those ideas that you were trying to make happen weren't were working? You don't have to be too specific, but, you know. Um, well, I think we've, we've played shows in the past where they didn't go as planned. Like, we didn't get paid. And then our vehicle blew up shortly after that, and we stuck together as a group of five dudes, and we got through it, and with a little help from our parents, we made it to where we needed to go, and there was no doubt in my mind that we actually wouldn't do it, because we're like five, they're like four of my best friends, so... You, it's like an adventure almost, you know? It's funny because on our very first tour, like before we got signed to any label, yeah. I think I booked the shows, so they were wow. absolutely awful. And we had, we were coming from Thunder Bay, we had a 1972-ish gaucho van, had a big Indian chief on the front of it. <laughs> uh, and we drove that from Thunder Bay to Hamilton, and we played at this place called The Waltz. I don't know if it's still there it's anymore. It's not there anymore. I, I hope to God looked. it's not good. It was the worst. It was in a strip mall, a little mini mall. There's this bar. Square. It was right by Jackson Square, okay. and it was just full of homeless people. <laughs> and we played there on a Halloween night. And the lady promised us 200 bucks or something. So right, guys, this is awesome. And then the end of the night came, she was like, no, I'm not going to pay you. This is not going to happen. There weren't enough people here. You're not getting paid. And we're like, oh, like we've never done this before. So we're like, ah, is this what it's like? Because this is kind of crappy. 
the guy working behind the bar, his name was Memphis, and he was like, you know what, we don't really like that lady anyway, I'll just give you guys free shots as payment. So we had a bunch of free shots, I think Conrad, Conrad stayed sober to drive the van, because we were going to Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, so we, we hit the highway, everyone's wasted, everyone falls asleep, Conrad's driving by himself, and we wake up, and the cabin of the gacho is filled with smoke, and we're on the side of the highway, and the fuel pump blew. So that was like the worst possible thing that could happen. We had to spend a week in a hotel in Pickering, okay? We had to spend $2,000 on a flatbed truck to get our van on to bring it back to Thunder Bay. Wow. So, yeah. That was one of the most expensive tours I think we've ever done. So we got that out of the way right at the beginning of our career. So now anything else is just gravy. So, it'd be t- you know, tipping points or not, we're paying our dues. We're just a band that's out there paying our dues, playing as many shows as possible, trying to get seen. We know we're not going to explode overnight. Uh, it's going to be take a lot of work, and it's, you know, we, we can see the rise. It's, it's, things are going great. Uh, you guys got stranded in what, Canmore. You were in Alberta during all those rains, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, how did you make do with all that? I mean, that must have been a real trip. I mean, we, you know, in certain parts of the country, we've never been through anything like that. Well, what was it like seeing that firsthand? What did you guys do to make up the time? Well, we were we had to get out of Canmore early in the morning. We went down to check out, and the guy at the front desk was like, "Hey, you can't go anywhere." We're like. Okay, we'll just take a different route out. He's like, no, 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 you can't go anywhere. So we were sitting in our room, and then we found out how long we were going to be there, and we head headed down to the what, Canmore Hotel, and we ended up playing a show. And they in, uh, they gave us rooms in exchange for playing shows that night. So we stayed there for three nights, um, and then we finally got out of there. And that's actually where we met Dave Bedini or Bindini. Uh, Bindini or Bedini. The, B-I-D. Bidini. Dave Bidini, yeah. And uh, so we're hanging out with this cool Canadian rock legend, and then all of a sudden uh, the bartender was like, hey guys, uh, the highway's open now. So it went for like... See you, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, it was like three days of nothing, and it's the last half an hour something cool happens, and we had to go. Wow. So uh, in the last couple of years, what was the... What's the biggest highlight? What's that... What was that? Is I mean, off the road or on stage? What was the? What's the moment that you'll take with you and you'll always remember? I like. I think for every one of us, it's probably something different. Uh, I know myself when I we got the record deal with Bumstead, that was a, a great phone call to call my parents back in Thunder Bay and say, hey, we just got a record deal, and they were all pleased. Actually, they had for some reason they were having a bit of a party at that point and I think after that phone call that party was kicked into overdrive <laughs> so that's me personally that's my highlight I think that uh, the trues were nice enough to take us out on uh, our very first tour uh, just an unknown band that was very cool and we got to play all these huge places the Vogue in, uh, in Vancouver is like this huge theater like that was, that was such a fun tour we got to steal their riders steal their chips and stuff uh, no, I was, actually didn't tell us to stop doing see, it. You stole my next question. I said, okay, let's imagine that you are Led Zeppelin. You are of that caliber, that you are of that popularity. If you could write your own rider, anything that you wanted at every gig that you show up, what would you have in it? Oh, this is so easy. <laughs> Obviously, a hot tub for when I get off stage. I go for a soak. Um, a massage therapist. Socks. Socks, 
uh, underwear, yeah, and a nice, uh, a nice surprise brand whiskey. Not so not not Jameson every night because I get old. I would like I'd like to be. Try something different. No, okay. You're supposed to say a hot tub with a blonde or brunette and a redhead in it. Well, I don't think my girlfriend would appreciate that. <laughs> she doesn't want to hear this, right? That's uh, off the record, record, they'd be there as well. <laughs> Matt? Oh, man, that's tough. Hot tubs are good. Uh, I would like to have a bottle of scotch, nice old bottle of scotch. Okay. Uh, big Doritos. <laughs> those pirate, those pirate cookies. They're like peanut butter. The brand is pirate, and I'm set. That's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> cookies. I'll do the rest on my own. Cookies and scotch. Cookies and scotch. That's that's awesome. <laughs> you know that um, you guys are aware of a Canadian band called the Grapes of Wrath. Yes. Of course. It was on their rider when you said sweat socks. Their rider had a they had a, a six pack of sweat socks of at every gig that they played with, and I thought about the gitch as well too. They should they, maybe that was in there as well because you know you you don't do laundry on the road, do you? No, but no, I don't think anyone in the band wears underwear either. To be to be you know fair. that that's something I didn't need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go on the record as saying that I do wear I'll underwear. Barely. Thongs are more like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you need socks because your feet smell absolutely awful. You're playing in boots every night. Yeah. Socks just get wet. They never dry. Throw them out. Get new ones. That's right. Uh, guys, what's next? Uh, what's next for the poor young things? I think uh, we're pretty much nearing the end of uh, the touring for 2013. Yeah. Uh, and we are going to we're gonna start writing some new stuff. We're going to take some time off. We're going to go back to T-Bay for Christmas. See the family. Come back all freshened up, and yeah, we'll write some new tunes and maybe a new album in the new year. You guys write songs on the road at all? You know, are you trying stuff out, or is it, it just that's just not the time it, it for is, us? Yeah, it is so we're, we're way too busy, and like sitting in the van is not the best place to write a song. I'm sure it would be under ideal conditions, but I think too many people want to do too many different things in the van, listen to music, talk, writing in there would just seem impossible. Yeah. We don't really have a lot of downtime. It's like show, drive 12 hours, show, drive 8 hours, show. Last thing you want to do is write a song and play guitar. I just want to take a nap. All right, uh, three last questions here. Uh, Best gig in the last two years, where? Fredericton. Uh, we played at a big, it was like a big coliseum or something like that. Not a coliseum, sorry. It's the wrong word. It was like a big, uh, uh, well, like, I want to say, uh, they, they, they would show livestock in there. In there. But it was also... There were a lot of people, though. There were yes. a lot of people, though. Yeah, and, and there was 1,500 people there. That was amazing. That was part of the Trues tour. Okay. I think uh, we've gotten the chance to play the Vogue in Vancouver three times, two or three times. We did it with the Trues, we did it with the Dudes, yeah. and then that's my favorite by far. So cool. All right, what was the worst gig? Is that that Hamilton thing because you didn't get paid, or is it some other? That was uh, that doesn't count. That was a different incarnation of this <laughs> band. See, the worst gig was in Massachusetts at that bar where the bartender didn't even know we were playing. The promoter didn't know we were supposed to be there. Huge miscommunication. Yeah. They let us play anyway. Yeah. There was no one in the room. And when the bartender would leave the room, there would be literally no one in the room. Yeah. Worst gig ever. Ugh. 
All right, and my final question is, I know you're beer drinkers and hellraisers. Where in the country, what is the best craft beer that you've come across in the country? Oh, mama, that's tough. Is Schooner, no, that's a craft beer. That's from East BEI. Coast. Yeah, that's East yeah, Coast. Yeah, Schooner. You ever had a Schooner? No. Yeah, if you go to BEI, if you go to Charlottetown, Schooner is probably my favorite. All right. I will. I will say that there's a beer called Collective Arts Brewing. Okay. Where's that? That, that is based out of I have no idea. somewhere in southern Ontario, and we have a bit of a relationship with them right now. You, it's pretty complex, but if you go to our website. There's a little contest we have going on right now, and if you find a Collective Arts Brewing beer bottle with our logo on it, you get a free ticket to a show. But oh, wow. you need to go to the website and find out how to get that free ticket. All right. Oh, one more last question. You guys do all your driving? Yes. Uh, has anybody fallen asleep at the wheel and driven off the road yet? We've not. I don't think anyone's driven off the road. I definitely know that there were a couple times where someone was like... Yeah, you know, I was like, I nodded off a bit there. Probably had my eyes closed for like five seconds or so. Uh, one eye in the road, that's great. At night, those night drives. All right. Thanks so much. Poor young things. Thanks. Thank you.